Sportscast Prime. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. It's a, it's a nice dreary day out today. All excited to talk about sports. Um, welcome to Sportscast Prime. Here with John and Nick, as per usual. Hey guys. What's up? How's it going, brother? <laughs> Sorry, wrong podcast. Yeah, we're we'll, we'll doing get, pretty we'll, good this week. We got the turnbuckle. Yeah. yeah. Um, Coming up next. <laughs> There's an issue. It's been a while since we've taken on an issue. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of the material that we do on this podcast is, um, you know, it's, 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 it's somewhere, it's somewhere around reporting, you know, and discussion and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and we, we kind of just talk about, you know, things, you know, the first level of sports, right? Mm-hmm. There's a whole other level where there are, like, real issues. We haven't talked about a real issue in a while. But there is one going on right now in the NFL. There hasn't been that many issues been going on since, so no. really, I don't think. But yeah, let's get into this one. Um, there's one going on in the NFL right now. It started about a week ago with uh, a couple Miami Dolphins uh, linemen. Uh, Richie Incognito, who is a veteran. He's been in the league a number of years. Uh, well-respected at least heretofore well-respected member of, uh, of the leadership on the team. Yes. Uh, anyway, between him and rookie Jonathan Martin. Uh, Actually, it's the second year. Second year, yeah, sorry. Um, there was some race. I mean, you know, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys have actually heard this story. Um, basically, there was some hazing related activities, even though you know, Jonathan Martin's not a rookie. But um, there was some vile, sort of racist, you know. You want to read the message there? No. Okay. <laughs> but we, 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 do have the, we do have the transcript. Right there. Anyway, there's, there's voicemail. There's just a lot of things. Jonathan Martin basically, you know, he... Do you want to read the voicemail, Nick? Or do or do you if want to um paraphrase it. it? You know, it's just it's just you know calling him a piece of shit. You know, he's gonna slap him in the mouth. Both you know half half nigga. You know all, all this stuff. I'm gonna slap your real mother across the face. A few your right. So there's you know when you read articles about it, there's they say they talk about a death threat. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, most people would that's not a real not a real yeah that seems I know that seems so especially the I'll kill you thing I don't know that just seems so over the top to me like it's yeah yeah. but either either way either way there is an issue here right Mm -hmm. this is essentially bullying and it's funny because bullying is the word that is used everywhere you read yeah but it sounds like such a almost an embarrassing word to use yeah because it seems like it's something that we just associate with Kids. With high school and kids and stuff like that, and we think bullying that that should not be a real thing when it comes to grown men. That should not be a thing that holds any weight. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, not 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 to get into it before 
before I kind of finish setting the scene here, but uh, Richie Incognito has been, basically Jonathan Martin went to, who did he go to, the team, or he went to, he, he checked into a, to a hospital um, for basically mental distress. Yeah. And anyway, basically. Basically setting up the lawsuit that he's I about wanna, to file. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm using biased words here, but he, he, he ratted him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's unfair for me to, you know, say it that way or whatever. But um, oh. you say what you feel. Um, and uh, now Richie Incognito is he's off the team. He's been suspended by he's been suspended by indefinitely by by Miami. They just told him yesterday, don't expect to uh, play with us again. Uh, you know, he's got, the NFL's looking into it. Roger Goodell's hiring, hiring lawyers, all that all that kind of stuff. Um, PR, yeah, of course, it's the PR lead. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Um, there's a lot. I think that you could, you could, like, I could see both guys' perspective. It's a little bit of a pickle. Yeah. From the way I'm looking at it, what, what do you guys feel? Well, how I feel about the whole situation is like. There's a part that, a bit of information I think you left out. Um, there was this guy, Martin, was Jonathan Martin. Um, he's, this was his second year, like you, um, like we said. Um, he's been an uh, inconsistent player, like, in terms of he's a player that doesn't really show up game to game. And the coach, I think, um, I think uh, discussed with Incognito to, uh, kind of light a fire under him because he needs to become, be better, be a better lineman, be a better defensive player. And I guess you kind of want to say, I guess people are saying he was under orders to do that because that's the coach to the player type thing, type deal. But uh, I understand that. At the same point, it's like, I understand lighting a fire under somebody and then I understand like, you, I understand using negative reinforcement to light lighting on under uh, under somebody, but when you use words like calling them like I think he like threw off the terms like like faggot and stuff like that. Once you like use those terms and once you use that, I think it's kind of crossing a line at the same time. It's like I don't know, like why don't you? I feel there are other ways you can do it rather than doing that type of reinforcement. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, like, their relationship in the locker room or whatever culture that they use down, um, in Miami. What if we, but, what if, what if, what if I, here, I'll ask this question. What if we looked at it this way? Yeah. Is Richie Incognito just the only guy among many, many NFL players who got caught and kind of blown up? I'm pretty You're sure asking, it happens all the time. It's right? a, it's I'm a pretty culture. Sure, yeah. yeah. I'm so pretty that, sure I, this happens. Yeah, and I think that's that's something that like most people well, don't realize, like, like ex- exaggerated or or like hyperbole, yeah. you know, kind of stuff that people use in that atmosphere or in that culture. You know, the words don't mean the same thing in that context yeah. as they do if I walked up to you on the street and just started spouting off like that to you. Yeah, and I think I think probably you know like we're seeing that stuff is just being put out there. Those words are being put in print. People are reading them. And there might be a little bit of textual misunderstanding here. You know, on the part of people who are not in that culture. And yeah. I'm not in that culture. 
culture, I can only just kind of make assumptions about religion. But I can yeah. definitely see that being the case, where that's just that's just how it is. And the kind of stuff that he said, he said, I, I guarantee that it's just the way it is in my lives. I think that's, so I, I think anyone who's going to make it a, it's a, a racism issue or a, yeah. Well, so far it hasn't been sexual orientation issue. Those are just, you know, he wants to, he's using the word faggot. That's unfortunately, yeah. but that's yeah. just a word that people use in addition to using it for its actual mm-hmm. whatever. It's not like it's it's not it's not like we're condoning like for him to say it. It's just that we know that people say it. It's starting to get that way though, Nick. So I'm already reading like these stupid race baiting articles where it's like it's Richie incognito racist or like most dolphin fans don't say they're racist. I'm like, oh, here come the race baiters. But like another thing, like I'm fifty fifty on this. I could see where Martin's coming from. Where you know, all right, this this is might have crossed the line, but at the same time. I could definitely see where Incognito's case, or especially the Dolphins case, it's like, kind of like, there are many other ways you can deal with this and just, like, it's it's this locker room culture, and I think he might have violated that unwritten rule where, you know, you keep it within the locker room, you just kind of don't take your ball and go home and, like, you know, report it all over the place. And plus, and my same thing is, too, it's like, you're 6'5", 312 pounds. Man up. I don't know, like... <laughs> And that is what most players, like most people in Miami's locker room, have said, have said, should have done. Said that Mark should have done. Um, you know, even in the locker room, you address issues like a man. Because, and, and I, I see where they're coming from. Because now, you know, Richie Incognito has been sort of exposed. His, something that's part of their locker yeah. room culture has been exposed now to the masses that... And that, it's almost like everybody's experience, not even just Richie and Kaveda for having said but everybody, everybody looks back. Yeah, because basically now it's this is like a culture that's been exposed, and now people have to think about like what other teams are doing yeah. now. And but now the it's, question is, but also, um, no, go ahead. What was the question? Okay. The question is now that that's out there. Do we have to ask ourselves, is there something wrong? Is just because this is institutionalized? Football is a very institutionalized you know, sport. Or not, I don't even want to say sport. Like culture. The idea of, of locker room behavior, the way you know, high school all the way through the pros, you know, there are there are these things. There's rookie hazing. There's going really hard in practice. And there's, you know, coaches slapping players in the face or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, that's that's part of football culture and that's so institutionalized and do we have to start asking ourselves if this stuff is okay just because it is the way it is and always has been does that make it okay i think that it's going to be forgotten because football has a way of getting over stuff like this if it, as long as it's not like a reoccurring thing that as long as like there's not another player that's going to go out uh, outside of the locker room and expose what's going inside the locker room, I think it'll be forgotten. You mean because because America, um, because America is incapable of voting against football with their wallets. Yes. Yeah. No I matter no matter like, nothing what, will ever change. nothing will ever change. We might complain about all these things like oh they're going to add games, they're going to whatever, but we won't stop watching. Yeah, no I feel what. you're not going to miss your team yeah. playing. They're they're playing that football. So it's, it's well, I feel in years it's going to change. Well, not the locker room culture. I feel like it's been going on for like ever, and one they just one person came out with this report. So like it's. 
I don't think it's changed, but like for it's another topic for another time. I feel with the whole with the next subject we'll get into with Tony Dorsett. I feel with all the hits and everything, like I feel like football is going to change, and it might be for the worse too. It's going down to this way that yeah, they, they, that's another discussion for another time. So. But as with this right now, it after it's like you know this has been around for decades and decades and decades and like one person that so far this is like the only I feel that I was like with this whole hazing thing it's one person against decades and decades of like history I don't think it'll well, nothing will come of it. Well, my opinion about it is basically this that I yeah he's probably got treated just like any other rookie that's been hazed or maybe. Or maybe he see there's like the situation where it might have gotten too far, but there's probably been tons of situations like this, but they kept it within the locker room. And for him to come out to, to bring it outside the locker room, it's kind of it's kind of hard to side with him for me because this has been going on for all these years, and he's not and he's not really sticking up for himself. It's been like a while, and all these reports are coming out. He hasn't really said much for himself, and. You know, like you said, he's a grown man. He's two hundred and some odd he's, pounds. He's yeah, he's three sixteen, six five. Yeah. yeah, I think he's bigger than Cognito. I mean, you got to be able to stand up for yourself, and if you're not able to do that, then maybe you are a tad bit soft uh, for the yeah. NFL. I I, I got to kind of side with some of the things that the players have been calling it insane because you know they know the culture better than we would. And, I love these people or these talking heads that come out like, this is it. This is the last line for Incognito. This is this. I think it's the opposite. I think this might be the last line for Martin. Because I think after what many people see with Martin, I don't think I don't think that the locker room's going to trust him, especially the Dolphins locker room, especially if he's ever a free agent. I don't think most people trust him. Like, I can't talk to this guy. This guy's going to rat me out to the media or, like, this is what's going to happen because Cognito, say what you want about him. He's a dirty player. He's, like, you know, excuse my language, a piece of shit, this and that, as many people describe them. But when he's on a, in a locker room and he's, like, a teammate, people love him. Like, he's respected in the locker room. Like, he's one of those guys, you love him if he's on your team, you hate him if he's not on your team. I think he'll – and plus he's a good enough – Lyman that I think he'll like um you know see his but that's the he thing, would definitely though. get a job before yeah and that's that's the thing though I don't know because and, and having nothing to do with it being his fault there's a media circus surrounding him mm-hmm. and it's not his fault but it's going to be trailing yep but there's a media circus around Vic though too and he managed to land on his feet it it won't be as big as <laughs> I don't think that's that's true that's I mean that that's a good point maybe maybe in football it's not that big of a deal. Red Favre had a media circus too, and yeah, you're right. Yeah. Those, are, those are quarterbacks, though. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. You know, the, the, the Miami Dolphins took the Miami Dolphins took him off their team because of the media circus. He can't be on our team because we don't want this media circus. Just for, that's your one example, you know. So we'll we'll see how that plays off. Um, so and you don't think like, but you don't. You actually think like a year, like next year, somebody's going to be talking about this and worrying about Incognito no, no, being they're on not. the team because and of, at the same it's, time, I don't think you're it, it's going to die yeah. down. By well, I feel, right. I feel with the media circuses when I mentioned the quarterbacks. I mean, if you're good enough to play, like if you're good, like 
everybody will pardon all the stuff you can do, like, to play. Like, and from all accounts, Incognito's a good offensive. He's not a great, he's a good offensive lineman. And if he can still play and be at a productive level, any team would want that, especially on their offensive line. The thing is, the especially. Thing is regardless of how much, regardless of how much he, you know, is, is still good or reliable, yeah. reliable guy. And I, I, a lot of his value was as a leader, as part of Yeah, he's so 30 right now. Guaranteed dollars is what he's getting. Yeah, at this point, at this point, he's just going to be signing the contracts that a guy who's over 30 signed in the NFL, which are not. So that's an unfortunate thing for him. Um, you're right, though. I mean, I think, I think, I think people may look at um, at the other guy, at Martin, and be like. I don't want him to rat me out. Like, or, I don't want no. the I don't want that player in my locker room. It's going to disrupt it, and it's going to take away focus. Yeah, because anything that take away focus from the locker room is not going to. They're not going to allow that to be on so, the floor. So, Jonathan Martin is not a good fit with institutionalized football culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. begs the question again: Is there something wrong with institutionalized football culture just because this guy? You know what I mean? It, is it possible that there are more people like Jonathan Maybe he's Martin? not mentally ready. Maybe he's not meant except the mental game for the NFL. I hear what you're saying. You know what I, mean? yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. There, there could possibly be like horrible things. Like, like uh, one of one of like a former player said, if there was, if you were flying the wall, you would be disgusted with what happened in, the, in these locker rooms. So, like, I'm pretty sure there's like plenty of guys that are like him right now. Well. And, you get certain, you get different aspects for people who handleize institutionalized football. Like Jonathan Martin's one extreme, then you got another extreme. Remember when Jeremy Shockey was a rookie for the New Giants? I forgot, but like uh, uh, somebody in the locker room asked him to sing his college fight song from the U, and he's like, "No," and he goes, "Do it, rookie." And Jeremy Shockey responded by punching him in the face. So like, you have different aspect to, and he was like never aspect. Asked to do that again. Yeah, yeah, you have like different. Ways how people handle handle different this, so. personalities yeah. and things of that nature. It's yeah. funny, you know, when, when you mentioned. But these guys. Oh, also, there was actually a report of them like the the veteran players like getting money from the rookies. Like they would have to pay like ten thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah. Well, I know. The, um, yeah, the dinner. The dinner stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Let, them carry, let those young, strapping young lads carry your pads and whatever, yeah. tape them to the goalpost. I tell you, I, I'm, don't I'm, make them pay for your dinner. That doesn't make any well, sense. Here's, You're the one who makes money. I'm, t- I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, I don't care what kind of culture it is. If I come up in there and everybody gets up and tries to walk away from the dinner table, I'm leaving too. Yeah. And yeah. we're all going to get in trouble because we're going to get in yeah, trouble. Because exactly. yeah, right. I'm not, not going to pay for all your stuff. Well, you guys are making more money than I am. Here's the We're thing, though. That. Nowadays, when the rookie scale, like, yeah, but I can understand if, like, a guy like a Sam Bradford on the old rookie scale, who's making, like, $60 million as the first overall pick, it's like, you have the money to... Well, that is... Yeah, I'm like, I can understand. All right, now you're paying for my That's different. You got, like, $30 million guaranteed? Hell yeah, you're paying for my meal for the night. I doubt that rookie quarterbacks get treated 
the same as any other rookie position. Oh, look at Tim Tebow. He had to shave his head fryer style. Yeah, yeah but that's still rookie <laughs> hazing, though. I mean, I, I get it, but like, not like paying fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, the other thing is you brought up kind of the market being a big guy and then why not just went back. Um, it might not be as simple as a one-on-one fight. That's know? true. Think about it. Think about this. We're talking about a guy who's a low-respected member of the locker Yeah. It's part of the, well, I guess, the impact of leadership. Yeah. Do you want to pick a fight with a guy? Yeah, maybe you beat him. You're younger than him. You know, yeah. You're, mm-hmm. big, you're maybe a little bit bigger. Um but is that worth it? I would imagine that anyone in Jonathan Martin's situation would probably say, nah, that's probably not worth it. Yeah. Now, I mean, here's here's the thing. I mean, what did Jonathan Martin do? Who did he go? I, I know that he, I think he went to, did he go to Twitter? Mm, I don't know. Uh, Incognito went to Twitter. Incognito went to Twitter. He had a blow up, I think, at like the facility and then just like left that's what martin had. yeah he he, uh, he it was when he got the uh, message that's where i think he blew up uh on the in the facilities when he got the message yeah. and then and then he checked himself in to, in, the, to the hospital uh, you know, the hospital or whatever so you know well like i want think of his situation though he's he's he was his, it's his second year so obviously he's obviously been rookie hayes the year prior yeah so now the coach telling Cognito to continue that and to an extent to get him going, he goes under that. But like he's had pro- he's probably got all these issues with this guy, and he's a part of the leadership on the team. And I think he's one of the captains or something like that because they got like those like six captains or something. And he's yeah. one of them. And um, here's another. And he's oh, oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh yeah. Um, and so like, if he goes against this guy or does what Shocky does and hits him, I don't know if it's going to be like the same reaction because of the respect that the guy has on the team. I don't know what kind of reaction. Maybe there, it would have been, we, we don't know if it's like he would have got some respect for actually doing it. Yeah. Or maybe he would have got shunned for doing it. I don't know. It would have been like, but it, at least he would have shown something. Yeah. Because, like something. Because Jeremy Shockey hit that guy in the face and I don't hear anybody like, like on the no. Giants thing like, oh man, this guy's, this, this guy's an idiot for doing that. Or, like, like, it would have been shown a sign of standing up for yourself. And at least having something within you, and like it kind of shows that he doesn't really have much going for him if he's not going to be able to stand for stand up for himself. How is he going to play on the football field? That doesn't. Yeah. So it doesn't translate well for him. That's all. But it's like a very like tough situation. Mike, I want to throw something at you right now about this too. About it, it, it will it get signed with the whole media and the controversy. Remember before the season started, Riley Cooper said a racist thing that caused a whole crap storm. He's probably he's doing well for himself now. And There's nothing. Nobody's talking yeah. about it. That, that, this. Yeah. Always, this is always going to happen. Yeah, no matter how Although egregious. It's not, it's not nearly. What? No, but it's still a controversy that no. that that the whole locker room's like. I don't know if I want this guy. And I know, like, there was 50-50 where you had people like, I don't know if I want him on this team. You had a guy in the practice uh, openly starting a fight with him over it. And then, like, you had, yeah. like, you know. That is no, still. No, you know, yeah. the thing was, that wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't a fight over him. That fight was a fight. It was two people getting aggressive because they wanted the ball. That's what that was. They actually came out and, and, oh. and, and uh, like, they, they, I don't know, cleared it off later. Like, people... Yeah, obviously that's an issue. You know, a guy used the N word. Yeah, but you. Moment. But even though, so even even before the season, um, Riley Cooper was caught on camera at a, at a concert or something. Country of all places. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he 
using just you know he's drunk. He was just eh, you know just, mm-hmm. he, he used the N word. Not saying there's an issue because now okay, he's okay, whatever. About that thing, the, about that little tussle like that they had. But you got to think they've been doing that for like I, how many years he's been there, and there hasn't been like that kind of problem probably. So, like, there probably might have been something to it that there's an extra... Well, like it may have been, or it may have just been, yeah. everybody's like, hey, this guy might be racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if, let's, let's go look at all the activity that happens in football practice and then yeah. describe meaning to all of it, mm-hmm. you know, where there might not actually be meaning. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Riley, Riley Cooper is a uh, middling player. This happened before the season, mm-hmm. and nobody's career was affected by it. So I nothing think, happened. I think, I think mm-hmm. there's your difference. Uh, nobody got cut, you know. Uh, but I mean, either way, as far as as far as um, yeah, media media carousel, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, you know, I don't disagree with what either of you guys are saying about this. People forget. Yep. Yeah. They absolutely, absolutely do. do. As long as your football's um, going on. But yeah. he just, you know, Richie Incognito for one doesn't have. No. All I'm saying is he'll get another job. He's not going to not be in the NFL. That's so do you think saying. Martin's going to come back this year? Or how do you feel like he can't? Well, no, he's still on the Dolphins. Uh, he's yeah. still there. Oh. He's still on the Dolphins. Dope, but I'm saying will he return? He, I, that's I said, he will he play? I don't. I know he's still on the Dolphins. My thing is, will he still will he play uh, again this year? This year, I don't know. No. I'm going to say no because... Nobody in that locker room is there. Well, if I'm nobody a, trusts him, nobody's going to play for him. Nobody's going to advocate for him. You're right. You I don't, don't think want. It's as, I don't think it's as uh, one-sided as, as you're saying necessarily. Mm-hmm. Everything we've seen has been players in the locker room. Like this is a little bit unfair to Richie yeah. Incognito. I love that guy. He's yeah. a funny guy. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of yeah. people said. About but to a certain extent, that's just what's printed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I, I don't know that. We know that it's 100% on one side in the locker room. Obviously, Richie Incognito has support. But that's the other thing, how we were talking about the institution. Like, can the people who are on Jonathan Martin's side, if you were on Jonathan Martin's side, Mm -hmm. you're in that locker room, would you feel comfortable saying that you were? That's true, too. Right? I mean, I feel like... Well, I think that's on the individual. Like, if if you're a person that's... I would. It depends. Well, the it depends but on it the also depends on what your situation is. You know. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of a, a lot of the people who are going to side with Martin are going to be younger players who aren't in, in um, probably the rookies. They identify. <laughs> yeah. They identify with Martin. They're the same. Mm-hmm. In yeah. That aspect. And on the other side of the coin, I think a lot of the people who identify with Richie and Cognito are going to be veterans because not because they looked at this issue um, just in a vacuum and said this is unfair yeah. but only because that's a veteran like that guy could be me you know what I mean and so when you have the, the veteran siding with the veteran and then the people who have no voice in the locker room deciding with, with the you know, with the young player well in an article like the guys who are going to talk are going to be the guys who are like, yeah. Mike Wallace who said, he's a funny guy, I like that guy, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think that it, it could be something like that. So it might not be as one-sided as it looks just from, like, reading, you know, the article. Yeah. We don't know, I'm just saying it might. I'm not saying that I do know, I'm just yeah. answering the question. I don't think yeah. he's going to come with well, <laughs> that's all it, it. Like he said, it, it varies on different players. If I'm Ryan Tanhill or Tanny Hill, depends on who you are, mm-hmm. I, I'd be upset. 
at Martin because it's like now I'm missing two starting offensive linemen. Oh, now yeah. my now my offensive <laughs> lineman's pretty yeah. thin now. So mm-hmm. like I'm like, like what? Yeah, like like what the hell? Like what the hell? You would you be upset at Martin? Or would you be upset at me? That's the thing. Who's fault is this? Oh, that's. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Uh, is it necessarily that guy's fault for going just because he kind of... Well, it's... Who's, where did it begin? Where did the first guy go wrong? Was it Incognito in his actions? Or was it Jonathan Martin Mark, in his yeah. response? You know what I mean? And it's, it's kind of a... Or is it the coach issue. for allowing it to happen? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Coach and everybody. You know, and GMs. And Do you find it odd, though, that Martin never went to Philbin, the coach, about this? I do. Yeah, he never. Yeah, that, is that the case? yeah, he never like. Yeah, he never went to any of because Philbin yeah. said he never went to me, never approached me with this. He goes, "This is news to me." This is why I think it's somewhat more <laughs> yeah. of his fault than anybody because he's not doing anything for himself. Oh, I, I see. I see where you're coming from because you're saying like you have the resources that are there. Yes. You have like the coach, you have the coaches, you have the GM, you have all this thing to fuck out, but instead you you then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, yeah. Hold on. You said earlier that Joe Philbin told Richie Incognito to do this, right? Yeah. So if that's the case, why would Jonathan Martin think he had the coach? Yeah, but he didn't know, though. he didn't know about that. I'm not not meaning this directly. I'm just saying in general, I would, if if Jonathan Martin told, came out and said, uh, I did not feel like the coach was a person who was on my side, I would absolutely because I, I think the coach is involved in that. It's the whole culture. Well, you know, then you I go to the GM, then. Well, I don't know. Can you go to the GM? Yeah, that's... That thing that I, I don't... Do? Yeah, that's what the GM's well, Or what if you can go to, like, <laughs> a... Can, a, you, or, can we email our <laughs> Or what if you can go to the... Like yeah, you could go to corporate actually, and complain yes, about that, so... <laughs> I was about to say, yes, you actually can. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that, that's the thing. I, I don't think you necessarily have the coach. I think in a lot of ways, the coach and the veterans are on the same side, so if you have a beef with the veteran, yeah. then you have a beef with the coach. Like the coach is not a guy who's there who's going to necessarily, it's not yeah. necessarily, it's supposed to be the coach's job, but to a certain extent, the coach aligns himself, aligns people with him. Yeah. And I think sometimes if you're in that situation where you have, you're not a minority, but you have a, uh, don't have the power, yeah. you, you, no one's going to hear your pleas, you know? Well, I could see where both of you are coming from. I could see where you're coming from with that, and I could see where he's coming from, where there are different outlets, like, yeah. besides going to their, like, if not the coach, and why not the offensive line coach if you're an offensive lineman, or why there's not, a, like, yeah, the offensive coordinator, or, I don't know, know just yeah, to but, say... Yeah, but here's the thing. Can you, what if, or I mean, don't they have a team but, counselor, too? But that even they though, do? you know, even though, but, like... counselor would be the one, but, but here's the thing. Even motor If support. I go to someone, and anyone, no matter who it is... Mm-hmm. And it gets out that I did that. That's the same exact thing as just no, going to that Mike. Person. No, that's not the same exact thing because, because you it's not. Do it in, because it's not out there. Because no pun intended, but you want to do it incognito. You want to be. Yeah. Sometimes the only the only option <laughs> is for. Sometimes if you're that player, you don't want to do it and have it known that you did it. You want to silently voice anonymously voice your complaints and sometimes you can't do that can you do that to the coach if i go to some other if i go to the gm is that i'm not going to be anonymous is the coach and the veterans not going to find out that i that i just you know rolled on them you know now, I, what, I think that's a tough situation for, for a player but like if he goes that route if he goes to the staff it's not 
going to the media with the message that's on your phone and bringing attention it that way. It's not out. It's inside the locker room. It's not out there, and we're not talking. Oh, about I get it now. Which he's he coming. Yes, he did. How how else did they how how else? Are, well, I think NFL. No, no. I think the we're. NFL, that's your that's your governing body. That's his boss. Is the NFL Roger Goodell? And then the, the media got no it. because the media got the message. How do they get the message if he's not giving giving it to them? They're they're the media. So what they get it? So what they have their phone, his phone, and got they the. Just, that became that became a. Uh, he that, provided the message that went to the media. He well, did that. That's why it's the. That that's mean he went to the media. The media gets everything. Okay, he didn't. He didn't go outside the mirror. He went outside the locker room, whatever way you want to put it. Exactly. Governing body, the NFL. That's his boss. He works for the NFL. He gets a check from the NFL, not from the Miami Dolphins, not from Joe Philbin, not from Jim Carcano. The NFL is his boss. I think. So what? That's still outside the locker room. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. He needs to be able to go. You're saying he can't go outside the locker room. Well, I think where Nick Nick's coming from, and that's respect, is he went to the outside sources. You know how most teams want to keep this in house. Want to? They they consider him like a band of brothers. I feel like I feel I feel like they say like if you came to the coaches or he came inside that infrastructure, they'd have more respect for him. They feel like that's the right way of doing things, as opposed to screw it. I'm gonna like. Forget all of you guys. He kind of like distanced himself wrong. from his yeah. team and his stuff, and like went to outside sources where I guess right. the most of the veterans come from. What the hell? You have all these other outlets within the team. Within we, we're supposed to be a band of brothers. You mm-hmm. can like come and do that. Why the hell? Like now you're not a part of my team because you went to outside sources as and opposed the worst to part is, none of them. Knew I think nothing. that's where he's coming yeah. from. None of them knew nothing. They, they, there's nobody who can sit there and say they knew that all this stuff that Incognito was going was give, doing to him happen they had no idea now oh, I, yeah you're right and i'm not saying the guy i'm not saying the guy necessarily went about it the best way he could now i can and now i can I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to kind of get inside his head yeah. and explain why a person would do what he did because maybe he feels like he has no other good option now the jump on the other side of the fence to see where mike's coming from now nick let's say our employer the employer who shall not be named let's say that you have a complaint with one of the managers there are you fe- are you going to feel more safe to going to another manager complaining about that person, knowing that it might get to the other manager? Or do you feel more appropriate, uh, comfortable bypassing them, going to corporate with your complaint and issuing a complaint about said manager? I would still go to. I would still be, I would be comfortable going to a manager. Are you comfortable, even though that maybe they'll have a you know. You know, well, like the work environment, it gets around. You know it, that if that does it, get around, and there is something, an action that is taken against you. You have actions that you can also take if that happens. There's, there's always a process to every situation, whether to no matter who you're talking well, to. What, all right, what if the action they take against you is, you know, not every action is official. What if the action they take against you is to give you six hours a week, or like four hours? Yeah, exactly. And then that's like when you go beyond their head. Yeah, but what? can't win that. They're only giving me six hours a week. That's mm-hmm. not a real complaint. They don't have to give you any more than four hours a week. There's nothing that says yeah. the, You know, you, you're a good worker. You're valuable. That's why you get two hours, right? But you're not guaranteed that by anything. They, they do it because they need you, right? Because you're good. Yeah, so but there's also, there's, if you read that, what's that book uh, that we did? Like, there, if there's, ah, I forgot what the um, 
in they, the rule book to the place that shall not be named. It there, says, there, if right. there's if there's evidence yeah. of any like action taken towards you, you can go higher up, and, and they can exactly, get exactly. So don't there, say there's there, nothing. There's you definitely can do. that's something that could go. Like let's say you wanted to do something official about it, you could take that to a civil court. Or not. Yeah. Maybe not, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that would come out in the wash. Like, yeah. that's something that would be obvious. Yeah. Look, I worked 36 hours a week, and now suddenly I'm getting six hours a Since since incidents happen, yeah. I'm just, question, I'm just saying, question. don't Are say... Are you th- suggesting Jonathan Martin have done that? What? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's you're saying I would feel comfortable because... No, if, he went straight to that. No, 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 but what, what I'm saying is I would feel comfortable if that was the situation because I would always be able to do this. No, you. That if, situation if that no, 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 no. Right? Listen, listen. The, the man, the thing that you just said. You said, would you go to management? So that's like, that's going to someone within house. Yeah. That's going with through like, proper channels. Yeah. He didn't do that. Right. He went straight out. He went out over their head already. He didn't do that. That's not what he did. So I, me doing right, that. Right. So if he had done something within the organization. Oh, and they still screw him over. Then they still screw up. Then he would have a point. Then not everybody's talking about him in this way. Okay. He didn't do any of that. That's the problem. Okay. Here's I, the question, though. If I can interject a little bit, yeah. I think what Nick is trying to say uh, is there is another aspect that you guys are kind of... You guys have the media and the feelings of the people in the locker room, which right. we don't really know what the feelings are other than what is written down. Right. Yeah. And what they but say. I think Nick is trying to say that not to say that he is the one that's being profiled against or you know hazed, but he, as somebody in the locker room watching so- something like this, you know, you kind of feel betrayed anyway. Yeah. So there are proper ways to go about doing this without betraying or the trust, the, the the trust of the locker room. That's for sure. There's no trust. And, that, that's, what and I'm that's why he feels that there's no way that he's going to come back. Yeah. Because, you know, I can understand, that, you know, there are certain channels where you go. Yeah. And, you know, so what, where we work, the, the job that must not be named. <laughs> uh, you've seen this. There are, you have your clicks. You have your different social circles. It's kind of like high school all over again. And inside the locker room, it's got to be the same way. Alright? So maybe, yeah, you have that social circle that is going to, you know, rat you out and do that. But there are still two, at least two social social circles that maybe you're part of one that are going to have a different view there's always at least three social circles in any hierarchy of any job or uh, high school or anything, or anything like that. Like that. Yeah, so that is how we work. We always work with a judicial, an executive, and a legislative. It's just something that humans do. Wow, okay. I'm just saying. This is deep. This <laughs> but is I'm deep. just saying, like there's this. always going to be that. Yeah. So, by... Uh, I think we had nothing to talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> by, by doing that, by going away from, and basically betraying all three social circles, 
he has then outcast him as uh, himself as a traitor. It's like going, you know. Uh, it, it's almost like going from the government. It's what uh, what Julian Assange did with WikiLeaks. Uh, uh, he outcasted himself by going, "Okay, well, I'm going to go away from the social circle where I'm trusted." And I'm going to give it to the other, this other, you know, bigger place, and give it all to the world. So he outcasted himself, and that, that right there is the problem. That is why, you know, there's a way of doing things. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you, there's not going to be one social school in the dolphins. All right, there's going to be the three, but there's also going to be that in. But now that he's done this. The raiders are going to be like, well, he did that to his own people. I don't fucking want him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's true. And it's 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 a tough. It's a you know it's going to be tough for him. He definitely outed himself. Yeah. But here's here's like, there's a reason that Julian Assange did what he did, and he did what he did because the system, his his social circles, the the right way to go about it, wasn't going to get him what he wanted. He recognized that he had no. What needed to be done was that this there was a problem here, and it needed to be blown up, and that he wasn't going to get who, what who he wanted. Like about a, a, a oh, okay. I think just, that's a different just, situation. Just saying, yeah. I'm just saying on that part okay. of the analogy. Okay. It's not a bad analogy. Um, and I think at the same time, if you're an NFL player, you know we've talked about all this institutionalized. You know, just the way it is, and to a certain extent the quote-unquote right way to go about things, which is the way where you don't lose the trust of your teammates and you keep things in-house, is also the thing that keeps things the way they are and the thing that uh, prevents uh, change that might be necessary from happening. And it, it, it just perpetuates something that might not be an ideal situation. So, and that's, and again, you know, most, most of what I'm doing here is, is just playing devil's advocate here. You know, yeah, I'm I, not even sure where I, like, where I stand personally on it, but I think that might be why a guy does that. And, yeah, maybe he outs himself, and, yeah, maybe he makes it life harder on himself. But maybe, maybe that's overall not a bad thing. Let me know? ask you this question. Had he spoken, I don't know, to anybody? Any, any, he used, had he used any other avenue that could have been a potential that would have caused action right. about what's going on with Cognito? Do you think Incognito would have still done the things he was doing if, like, it was, like, addressed to a higher authority? Well, it depends. What's the action? Well, what if he well, went to his Would he send the message that he sent him? Um, to the coach or something? Yeah, like, what if he went to his offensive line coach and said, hey, listen, Incognito's doing this, and I'm getting really upset about it. Can you do or talk about it? Do you feel like it would have been handled in a different... Because remember... I feel like it would not have been handled. Because remember... I feel like, like it would have been Because, no, because, like, think about it. It's all about camaraderie in the NFL. Yeah. We all recognize this. Yeah. And if there's a problem in it with your camaraderie, with the players, then it has to be addressed. Yeah. You can't just ignore it, or it's going to be a problem for your offensive or for your defensive. What is the offensive line? Yeah, offensive. Offensive line. line. So, if if you're an offensive line coach and you bring this to the head coach, the coach isn't going to say, "Okay, haha, whatever." That he has to address the situation, or or this is this is when I say the coach would have to be at blame if he's aware of it. Yeah. But seeing how he's not aware of it, then 
it has to be the guy's fault because he's not saying it. Yeah. But, go, but going back to the point, though, it's just that. Well, but you're good. Philbin might have to like take the blame though too, like because if the offensive line coach came to him with this, like this comes, to, Philbin has to look at himself like, oh crap, look at the monster I created because I'm the guy that reportedly yeah. that said this fire, like started this fire. What about this? What about this? Um, maybe no matter who uh, he, Jonathan Martin went to, yeah, offensive line coach Joe Philbin, that might not be any less wrong than what he did. Maybe the only actual thing that he should have done, or the first thing that he should have done, was street. Oh, incognito. Incognito. And be like, honestly, you want to haze me, whatever, but there's a line, and here's what the line clearly delineate what that line is. You are not allowed to do this. You know, go take a seat. But like, um, and I think that might have been the best thing that he could have done, and maybe should have done. First. I wish he would have done that. Do you think he? I really do. Now, do you think Incognito would respect him more? For, yeah, probably. Yes. Well, yeah, that's what sure. that's what he wanted yeah. from him. Oh, that's what he. That's what he wanted from him. He wants him to. That's why I um, um, started the conversation. Like when he said, when I said that the coach asked him that light of fire on him, they want him to be a part of the team, like be yeah. be that fire and like. If, again, I said, if you can't stand up for yourself, then what are you going to do on the football field? Yeah. So, more, like, it's it's all yeah. tied in like that. That's the what. The more I think about it, I think these other options that we talked about that go into the coach are would similarly be looked at, like him just being a snitch. You know, bypassing the right the right way to do it, which is just to go directly to the guy. You know, because you go to the coach. You know, you're being I'm I'm surreptitiously talking about you behind yeah. your back uh, without a dr- you know what I mean mm-hmm, and it's almost mm-hmm. like on a smaller level the exact same thing as leaving the locker room and going to the media it's just surreptitiously going behind NFL. people's backs going behind people's backs and talking about them or complaining about them and maybe that's not uh, something that you go to until you've exhausted I a thousand percent agree with that Huh, to think, guys, we would have had none to talk about. We just waited almost an hour on this conversation. It was just awesome. But also, there's one other thing. Uh-huh. I think it all escalated too quickly, and that's what is making people mad. You know, you go through the the right channels. You go first to incognito. He's not listening. You go to a coach. Coach isn't listening. You go to the GM. GM's not listening. Then you go to the NFL, the media. And things like that. Because you're not going to go to... Yeah. And I think, no, you know, okay. if you go to... You not go to... If you go to... Like you said, Mike, if you go to do that step that he completely skipped, then, you know, if you just skip... If you do that, you can't be looked at as a snitch as much as, as you know, taking the appropriate actions after... Everything. Um, I guess that would be my question that I would like to hear from him. What did he do? Who did he go to? Who did he talk to? If anything, because as far as we know, everybody seems oblivious to this. Isn't he like super hush hush about it though? Too like he's like really quiet. Yeah, and like stuff. no, he's a quiet person, and like yeah, he's still he's still not even talking about the situation. So it, it's not too far fetched to think that like not a lot of people really knew much about it because he doesn't say anything. Uh, that's like that's my problem with him. I just want. I guess that's like why I guess I'm not. I, I don't. I don't have anything against the guy, but except for like you, you got to be able to stand up for yourself. That 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 goes beyond me. Like you're not going to be able to stand up for yourself. I I think if he actually 
said anything to Incognito, this wouldn't have been ever happened. You know, Mike, like, I was with you where I was on the fence for this, but the more I'm hearing this and the more I, like, read it, I'm kind of on, like, the Incognito camp here, kind of yeah. more in that, like, you know, I don't know, like, there's there's other situ- there's other things where you could have, like, discussed it about, because, like I said, like, I don't know, like, at our place, we're said place, if a manager was giving me problems, I'd probably go to the manager first and say, listen, this is what's going to happen, and this is what's down, and if they're not listening, I'm like, alright. To corporate it is. It is. Like, yeah, yeah, you have to, because, like, I feel as though if somebody's messing with me, and it's a manager, I would have to tell another manager about it, because yeah. they have more channels that they can go through, or be able to handle the situation, but if nothing happens... But once you go to the, the said manager first, and maybe, like, because wouldn't that be the same thing as, like, going behind... Going behind their back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I would try to address them first, which you know I do. <laughs> but, so, but, like, if I'm not getting any, like, response from that, then I would have to go to another manager, and if that manager doesn't do anything, then I have to go above them. So. Okay. Said, I think if you have a problem with somebody, a legitimate problem with somebody, you should say, I have a problem with this, and stand up and be a man. I don't think what's happened is necessary. I don't know why he's doing this. And the other person goes, you know, why he thinks John is a problem. Brian Hartline, who's uh, a wide receiver. If I'm not mistaken, this is the same guy who was laughing about his voicemail at one point. First of all, Second of all, the voicemail that, the voicemail that he then yeah, got from me, he, like he laughed about oh, okay. Second of all, I believe that if you go through the whole voicemail, there's some things said that you probably shouldn't say in general. Friends or not friends. But I know for a fact that I've said things to my friends that I kind of wish I never With that being said, I never thought it was a death threat. I never thought it was actually going to do anything to say. You can't take validity from one part of the voicemail. How do you take validity from the whole voicemail? You can't pick and choose which parts have, hmm. which parts don't. Uh, which I think is true. That's, that, already, that, that, we, yeah. we were in agreement about that yeah. an hour. Yeah. Well, you have a Those long... are not real death threats. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like the, the way you articulated well, that. Yeah. That was a good point. Yeah, I was surprised at the way he articulated it. Yeah. Being a football player. <laughs> yeah. Did you have the thing, yeah. though, where... Some football players can be intelligent. Yeah. Is there is even is though the Tannehill sport, comment on there, too? Yeah, there is. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Jim Harbaugh. I can't believe they gave him a comment. So you, yeah. He used to coach Martin in Stanford. Oh, okay. And basically he's like, he's, a, up. he's like, he's like, I don't know much about him, but he's a good family man and he's a guy's guy where he's like, I don't want to comment on the situation, which like, he basically took the high road to it. Yeah. It's not his team. Well, it's, like, it's not his problem. Yeah. But he, he, he doesn't want to be a part of this. Try to goad him into it or something. That's ridiculous. That's the best comment, though. I actually liked Heartline's comment. I was like, yeah, it's just me. Uh, I got one more in this section from the gentleman. If it bothered me, it's the kind of thing that you hear outside this locker room about the 
I'm sorry, this is Caleb. That was his quote. That was that was his quote. Or Education is not Cameron Wake's strong point. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing against you, Cameron Wake, I but you know, because dr- like in the media, like they are taking a hit. I can their, tell, man. Their, I was like, good for you. I on can. their character of like, oh, they're not. They're talking about how the organization's not a top-notch organization in this, that, and the third, and it's kind of like going against you know, you know, people who have class and this, that, and the third. They're kind of degrading them to a, to a certain degree. And I we think should, he's just trying to address it. Then we should do a segment on Sportscast Prime, guys. We should just read sentences and decipher if it's Cameron Wake or not. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's more shocking, the fact that that, that we're on sentence, the fact that I'm like, holy crap, Cameron Wake's been in the league that long? It just seems like yesterday since he was, like... Yeah. But, yeah, eh, it's, it's a difficult situation, I mean... Yeah, definitely. You're going to have both I, sides of the... I just court. think this all could have been prevented. Like, this didn't have to happen. Right. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills, and I've got some other players here. Uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, safety, and Captain Eric Gordon. I think Hermito actually played with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Sam Richie is by no means innocent. There's usually two sides to the stories, and I'm knowing everything. I don't want to get out of Richie too hard, but what happened? The language is very misjudging. Today's society just can't use racial language. Sometimes from what it appears, the agents get involved. Jonathan was with his family for a few days, nothing came out, then all of a sudden the agent really stuck about Richie. Ellen was trying to defend his client, maybe throw someone on the bus at the expense of it, but I don't know. I think there's a lot more to the story than meets the end. Maybe that's what it was. Hmm. Maybe it's not even about Jonathan Martin. Maybe it's just about a guy who wants to the agent. Although I don't know, I you know, with everything that we've said about Jonathan Martin's prospects from here on out, I don't know if that agent made a good decision. If that was, if that no. was a, his agent's decision. He still but, has to give him permission. But hey, well, yeah, but he, you know, he's just a football player. Agents are very good at convincing people to do things. who are already lawyers yeah. to do things. Yeah, I'd like to believe Jonathan Martin, especially have all those people, because from what is from all the things, like a really intelligent guy. Like this guy was like graduated Stanford, which by no means is not like an easy college to graduate. It's not from. like these football players don't go to school. No, only the SEC <laughs> they don't go to school, but like all their other conferences. <laughs> other so. conferences. Not to have anything against the SEC. There's, but, a, there's actually some more yeah. interesting stuff here from, um, from, uh, from Eric Wood. Um, Got Wood. Uh, uh, so he, he's an incognito away from the C 
gets on me, I get on him, but I can take it. I have respect for Richie, he has respect for me. It sounds really weird to outside people, but it's part of the punch. Guys give people a hard time, especially O line, but it's real close. But you really have to get a feel for that, and the lyrics are quite special. Just in case of a stone, I don't know what would have provoked it. I'm assuming he felt some back and forth. referring to it, you know, I'm assuming he felt some back and forth banter, which is kind of how he produces his humor. He gets on guys, and guys get on him back. He can take it. By no means perfect, the guys give him a hard time, too. You have to have respect for a guy, and when a guy's kind of down, which I'm assuming Mark was, you have to go in the pull off. Guys got on me for a lot of feelings. They got on me about my hair. I heard they get on me about my hair. But I'm fine with that. I just kind of rolled it off. Outside the building, we all hung out. We all got along. But there's different cases where guys can take it differently. As far as the meals they got me for, I've enjoyed my fair share of meals. They got me good because I was a first rounder. Uh, this was pre referred to pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. First rounders generally stick around for a while and they know they're going to get it. Uh, or they know that you're going to get it. Um, we've had a lot of undrafted offensive linemen who make the team, and they might pick up breakfast on Saturday, but they're not getting the big time rookie nights that you hear about, uh, as Bryant or something. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's so basically, the the ones that get paid very well are the ones that get hit. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not yeah, some undrafted sure, person. Okay. So that's interesting, and I think you know what? I think that might be the best perspective. It's, yeah. You know, it's not. something that, you know, is not worth, you know, knowing. That's not something that you, to a certain extent, is a surprise or should be a surprise to anyone. The fact that there's media everywhere and that things get blown up really stupidly. Um, that's, you know... ESPN! Um, yep. Yep. I mean, we've been dealing with this for a while now. Yeah. It literally, it's been, it's, and ESPN is anything. He had something in his throat. He said ESPN. So, anyways, guys, from going on from this subject, do you guys want to get into some, like, actual, actual sports and talk about some NBA? How much time do we have left? we got a couple minutes. Why don't we just do quick hits? What are we oh. excited about? Actually, let him do his advocate. Oh, well, that's my, that'll be my thing. Oh, that's your, okay. Okay. Quick well, hits. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sun Devil's advocate, they killed Washington State in convincing pa- passion. You guys could get on the Taylor Kelly Dark Horse Heisman, um, bandwagon he's um he had seven total touchdowns in that game five passing two rushing um i'll give my opinions next podcast because we're running short but they're facing utah this this coming week uh arizona state they're ranked number 24 hopefully they win so let's go asu Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? That's what they said. I still believe in what I told Russell Westbrook, notwithstanding. Six, eight weeks, Um, but he's playing right now? But four to to six weeks, they lost Tyson Chandler. And honestly, that's huge for this team. By huge, I mean the inverse of that, whatever you call it. Not small, but still huge, but in a bad way. Um, 
right now, I think the Knicks are going to have to show that you can make the playoffs, even in the weakest. They cannot function without Tyson Chandler. He does so much for them defensively. He allows all their terrible defensive players to be terrible defensive players. And on the offense, on the, on the offense, it's not just Carmelo uh, giving everybody open threes. It's also Tyson Chandler sucking players in on pick and rolls and stuff like that. Um, that's huge for the Knicks. They're, they're done this season. Riggin for Wiggins. Oh, wait, we yeah, don't have a first-round pick. I mean, they're still too good for that. But they'll be a fringe playoff team right now. Oh, God, so, we're going to be the Milwaukee Bucks and go uh, like four. Amari Stoudemire is basically also, done then? They also have... No, Amari Stoudemire is like, Is he like... No, I'm talking about offensively. You said he did pick and rolls. He always ran pick and rolls. Did he, could he not run that? Um, not as well as Texas Really? But you have to look at the options, Nick. I mean, look, but look at our center options: Bargnani, like Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Like I said, beef. Like I like I talked to you guys earlier. We have Cole Aldridge. I'd rather see Cole Aldridge at center than any of those two guys at this point. I like, would actually have him in than anybody. Yeah, the reason I said wake me in twenty twenty is because the Knicks. I mean, they're still somehow they're almost in as bad shape as they were in the Isaiah years right now. They have no first round picks next year, two thousand sixteen or two thousand eighteen. They're, they they give up all this stuff for Bargnani, who's going to be pointless in the long run. Um, they, they're not in good shape. I'm, uh, Mellow's going to walk, and it's yeah, like it's I would not be surprised I'm, I'm if he left exactly actually bullish. now. I'm now not this exactly bullish on the Knicks. I, I think they should trade him because you got to get something. You got to recruit something because you're, you're you just they're doomed. If they don't do something, they're doomed to be a barely above average team for a long time. Who would take? Mellow for Kevin Love, please, Minnesota, that, do it. That, that's, no. that's, that's my quick that was too long. No, I, no, we. I definitely next week. I definitely want to talk about being a depressed New York Knicks fan. Let's yeah. this. You're gonna have to sit up here and endure this Knicks blasphemous yeah, talk. Yeah, the fan has to sit for. <laughs> uh, fine. All right, hey. what do you got? Um, I think that what. Derek Rose's brother said is starting to hold more weight than people realize. And it might, if they don't make a change to the roster, he will, when his contract's up, he will leave. Really? I, I thought he loved being there. I thought he was the hometown boy. He, he is, to... but if the team does nothing for you to get talent to you to win a championship, what's the point saying? But talent's there. I mean, it's not like it's not. It's, it's not, and, and it's not like they can't say the Bulls haven't done anything not to. I mean, I feel like the Bulls done a better job. This isn't like a Cleveland situation with LeBron, where it's like we're giving you players. Here's Eric Snow. Here's washed up Shaq. Here's like these guys. I like they gave him Boozer when Boozer was still a viable double double guy. They drafted Noah, which Noah turned out to be one of the best centers in the league and a good defensive anchor. Like you know, they got Luol Deng, who turned out to be a wonderful perimeter player and a nice. Like it's not like a Cleveland situation. They're at least trying to make the pieces there. I know, but they're still. They just like. I think like, they're better off than I don't know than most teams. I don't. They're if better I, if than. Derrick Rose. I don't know what team I'm going to go to that yeah. has a better chance of winning. To be honest, like. And they got a. That's the best team. In the league. I don't. Know, I don't. I mean, based on this year, it looks like it's And right. Yeah. Yes. Thanks everybody for chiming yeah. in on my quick. Hit. So. um... We're, we're, uh, I yeah. couldn't even finish it, but all right, well, that's uh, no, that's no, okay. We can. Uh, um, well, I, I think we should look at these as a preview for next week. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Not um, well thought out at all. All right. Yeah. yeah. We should look at these as a preview for next week. Yeah. Not well thought out at all. All right. Yeah. yeah.
we actually had a whole bunch of other stuff planned for this podcast, but uh, we're a good discussion. Mister Incognito took us the uh, took us the whole script. So um, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, thanks to John and Nick, and we'll see you guys later. See ya. Yep, we'll see you. Catch you next time on Sportscast Prime.